from Silicon Valley, California. This is Fresh Dialogues. Today on Fresh Dialogues, Chuck Reed, Silicon Valley's green mayor, talks about why cleantech should locate in San Jose and why he's counting on Silicon Valley to reach his 10 green goals. Why should a little cleantech startup, say from Kansas, choose to relocate to Silicon Valley? We have that conversation with a lot of companies, and the reason they should be here is this is where the innovators are, this is where the creative talent is, this is where the venture capital is, this is where people who know how to start and grow companies are, they can get access to other people as they grow their companies. Uh, this is a place where you don't have to uh, look very far to find people to hire for your next engineer or your next uh, whatever it may be in technology, everything from engineers to, uh, to marketing. we got the talent pool that's here, and that really is what drives Silicon Valley. That people from all over the world come here. Creative, talented people come here to start and grow companies. So they have this enormous built-in uh, installed base of talent uh, that, that's available. So if you're a s- small startup company, you have your two or three people. But if you're going to grow to 100, and if you're going to grow to 100 in two years or grow to 1,000, you're going to grow rapidly. Uh, you can't be off in the middle of Kansas and find those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can do that here because in the tradition of Silicon Valley, you hire people away from other companies. That's the way it works, stock options and other incentives, and people uh, are here, they're available, and they're interested in startups. It's a startup uh, psychology that that we have here. And talking about that startup psychology and the entrepreneurial spirit, how do you feel you have achieved a closer connection between the entrepreneurial spirit of the region and the city, connecting both? I think with our green vision and our commitment to creating uh, 25,000 clean tech jobs and identifying the impediments that we have, the business and our overall economic development strategy, uh, we work very hard to understand what the startups need and what the companies need in order to uh, be able to deliver our share of it. Part of that is getting out of the way, uh, and part of it is doing our own job on the infrastructure that we need to have to create the environment where these companies will uh, will grow. They, they sprout up, and if the environment's not right for growing, they, they, they will move to other places. So we have to do our own job, and that is everything from water to power, streets, public safety, basic infrastructure. We've got to do a good job of that, uh, delivering that for these companies. Otherwise, they will just move on because they have uh, other opportunities. It's a worldwide market, worldwide competition. Uh, They can go other places. They can go other places in the world, and we just have to be the best place in the world to start and grow a business. You said in the past that one of your goals is to create the right ecosystem for clean tech in Silicon Valley. What are the key ingredients of that ecosystem as you see it, and what financial incentives have you given to clean tech companies? Well, there's a lot of elements to the ecosystem, and some of them are, are national, state, and, and local. We had a solar summit last year in December, and we're going to have a, a broader clean tech summit this year uh, in December, bringing in our Uh, some of our leading companies to talk to local, state, and federal officials about the impediments to success in their industries. So we had, I think, 13 items on our legislative agenda last year. The Renewable Energy Tax Credit Extension was number one, on, I think, on everybody's list, and we spent a lot of time uh, trying to get Congress to go along with that, and finally they did. So that was huge, and that's a big, uh, big uh, incentive for our solar companies 
So that was uh, the big one. The other part of the incentives is basically the requirement for PG&E to move to 20% renewables uh, so that uh, then PG&E and other utilities are, are driving on uh, clean technologies, specifically alternative energy. So those kinds of incentives are really important, and those are way above us in, in terms of what we can do. What we have done with some of our companies, uh, like uh, uh, solar power, nanosolar, Stion, is to provide uh, some small amount, really a small amount of funding to help them pay for equipment, because once again, they've got sales taxes on this investment they're making. So we try to offset some of that disadvantage by helping them pay for equipment and also helping uh, put together money for training because each of them needs to hire people. They need to be, some of them, specially trained in alternative energies. So there are state funds available. We have uh, a local access to some of those funds, and we work to put all that together in a package for them. But uh, it's typically less than a million dollars. And then we can also help them sometimes on the cost of improvements uh, when they have, uh, you know, say, street work or public infrastructure kinds of improvements that have to be made for a, a new project, that we can help cover some of the cost of that. But these are very, very small incentives compared to the uh, state and national incentives, and are very small incentives compared to what some other states and jurisdictions are able to offer them. But they really want to be here in Silicon Valley. They really want to be very close to the innovation, so the time from innovation to production is very short. So we have that advantage. They want to be here. We just have to work with them to figure out a way to make that possible. And anything else about your green life and green vision that we should look forward to in the future? We have 10 long-term goals. We're going to make, continue to make progress on each of those goals. And there's some, going to be some interesting and exciting things that have to be done in order for us to reach those goals. And we're counting on Silicon Valley companies to deliver that. And so whoever figures out the solution on energy storage that will make it possible for us to get 100% of our energy from re clean renewable energy sources, that's a very exciting thing. That's the reason it is a 15-year plan because we know that is the most difficult goal. And we're anxiously awaiting the technological breakthroughs that will happen uh, right here in Silicon Valley to make that possible because uh, solar is wonderful, but the sun doesn't shine at nighttime. Uh, wind is not uh, totally reliable. And uh, somebody has to figure out the storage issues, whether that's going to be batteries or uh, pumping water uphill or storing energy underground or something that no one has even thought of. Uh, I don't know. That's what's exciting about being in Silicon Valley. Somebody in a garage is working on that idea today. Uh, or somebody over at San Jose State uh, University, which is right outside my window, is, is working on that idea today, and it's going to be exciting when it happens. Well, it's been great talking with you, Mayor Chuck Reed. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk for Fresh Dialogues. Oh, you're welcome. Come back anytime. Thank you for listening to Fresh Dialogues. This is Alison Van Diggelen, with special thanks to Tom Kromkowski and Carol Pecora for technical support, and Kevin McLeod, who wrote and produced our music. Music